universe it is always thursday august 20th 2020 here in glendale california coming from the heidecker compound vic berger has moved into the heidecker compound he is now uh living off my living in our one of our guest houses and hopefully he won't find reason to leave the show and start his own good morning show where he discusses the news of the day and takes super chats Join us in the Super Chat, by the way. Throw us some cash. If you're not a member of the Patreon, it is your uh, patriotic duty to support the Holy Trinity. Uh, if you do send us a few uh, $5 or more, Doug will be uh, <laughs> watching and uh, acknowledging you because that's what it takes. Cold hard cash. Join Patreon at patreon.com slash office hours live and subscribe to this channel here on YouTube and uh, subscribe to the podcast uh oh <clears throat> i think i lost my voice who cares doing that big opening obviously we are adding a new camera to the f- format of the show which is oh, yeah. very exciting uh good morning boys <clears throat> i'm sorry the holy trinity good morning boys more the holy trinity good morning tim I hate these people like me, for instance, who have these giant water things, and they're like you see them in a lot of zo- you know I'm in a lot of Zoom meetings, a lot of important <laughs> meetings, and you just see guys. Yeah. Mm. Well, what's the alternative though? I mean, just little glasses, little cups, cups. straws. Um, people are so hydrated nowadays. Yeah. And now you see, I'm going to have to wee wee in a few me- a few minutes. All right, well that's our show. I have nothing more to add. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for uh, your uh, diet tips. Uh, the big reaction last week was um, from uh, Coach Josh, who was encouraging a protein-rich diet. And right away, there was pushback on that. Uh, people, I respect and uh, I respect Coach Josh, but there were people that right away said, "No, Tim, you got to do." More of a fiber-based, plant-based diet. Don't do the stop eating meat. And I've always, you know, I've gone through, uh, I've tried that before. And I have to tell you, it hit this somehow. It hit me uh, harder this time. And basically, since last week, I've just been eating fruits and vegetables and beans and nuts. The whole Trinity. More. (laughs) Yes, Tim. Yes. And it feels good. I feel alive again. I'm back. Yes. And uh, thank you, Tim. 
You know, <laughs> I uh, I haven't told you this yet, Doug, and everybody. I haven't told anybody this, but I've lost 25 pounds Holy since last shit. week. 25 <laughs> since pounds last week. Yeah. Wow, we. Um, and partly because I got my foot bitten off by a dog. <laughs> but uh, no, the, what happened? You know, I've been doing these mega walks. I've been walking just because a there's nothing to do. There's lots of time to kill in the day. I know it's not the case for Did you. Did you lose today. that much weight for real? No, I didn't lose. I, I've lost like three pounds or something. Yeah, I don't have enough time to do anything. But I am I'm able to find a couple hours in the morning where I could just go. And I live on a hill, so I walk down the hill. I walk up another hill, and I walk back down that hill, and then walk back up my hill. Okay? And it, around, it averages around six to seven miles, and sometimes I'll do a little more. So I've been really enjoying it, and it's been hot. It's fine to do a bed. It's fine to do a bed for this story. I think it's fine. Um, now, Tim, when you get back from your walk, do you reward yourself with a big chocolate cake? No. No, I just have a bunch of water. And I, 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 I tell you, I love it. And I'm texting and I'm doing phone calls or doing stuff. I'm being productive on the walk. But I'll tell you what happened yesterday. I got some new sneakers. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, they're all birds, which I like. I mean, it's not a commercial for them, but allbirds dot com. They make I love them. They make good shoes. Not a, not a commercial or anything. Not, but this is a new pair of running shoes, and I, I should have known this. But for a cheat, you know, what's that music? I keep thinking I'm, I'm so lucky. I haven't gotten any blisters. <laughs> I haven't got any blisters. Um, I'm talking to you. Okay, okay. <laughs> no blisters. No so blisters I'm, bl- I'm blessed. I said, I haven't got any blisters. So I put these new shoes on about, about a, a, literally about a halfway through the, the hike. Twelve steps later? Uh, no, halfway through the hike. So picture this. I'm halfway. Th- I'm not doing a loop. I'm like, you know, I've got to walk back the three or four miles, right? So about three or four miles into the hike, into the walk, I feel it on the back of my ankle. I feel the rub. Okay. I feel the rub, and I think, well, let me see if I can push through this for a little bit. I'm okay. Push through, and it's getting worse and worse and worse, and sudden, and I don't know. It's in that place behind my ankle where can we get the my piano cam on the back of my heel? Maybe somebody that could be cool. Are you gonna somebody? Can are do you gonna that. do um, like that? Oh yeah, I can do that. Um, who, Vic, who's that author that? Oh, Joyce Carol Oates. Don't pull us don't pull a Joyce Carol Oates on us, Tim. Why not? That got a lot of hits. I mean that's <laughs> so what happened was look at this. Look at the back of my feet. So what happened was actually this one's much worse. You can't see because of the band-aids, but you could tell. But so what happened is it the pain it quickly became unbearable. And you know, I decide my only option is to take my shoes off. So I end up walking three and a half miles back to my house in my socks. The and, and then I start trying, because that's not that starts hurting in its own way, right? The pounding. That my socks start ripping underneath. And then I'm like, well, I'll put the shoes on, but I won't put them all the way on, you know? So I'll be like, so I'm like walking up this little hobbling up with my shoes half on. Um, you know, birds aren't really known for their walking. So why would you name your shoes after birds? All birds. All birds. Whoa, I'm um, sorry. I have to break in here with some news. Uh oh. Let's take a. Let's bring a zoomer in, Matt. Give me anybody. It does not matter. 
It does not matter. No, I have breaking is this news. Breaking news? I had somebody. Wait, you should have many. You should have many. Is this entertainment news, Tim? <laughs> it is entertainment news. I encourage everybody to open up a new tab. <laughs> or if you insist on opening a new window, <laughs> open a new window in Chrome or Safari. Type in a wonderful site, a, a Hollywood site known as Deadline.com. Turn it up. Vaughn, you're on. Vaughn? Hello. Vaughn, are you sitting down? Yes. Who can? Vonnie. Standing up. Vonnie, my love. Yes. Vaughn, by the way, is the longtime chat moderator of the chat here on Office Hours. She's been the... I'd like to think of her maybe sort of as a hall monitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've donated your time to this. It's unbelievable. You care about me. You care about the the quality of the chat. You want to make sure that it's not filled with jerks, right? Yes. Is it exhausting? Is it stressful? Sometimes there are some people that don't get it. Nope. Don't get it. F them, and you know, you know, start banning people entirely. By the way, I'll give you that permission to fully remove people from the Heidecker. I'll start fucking banning people from Patreon. Here it is. Now, Vaughn, you're clearly sitting down. You're clearly sitting down, which we love. I'm not standing up at all. Oh, you are? No, I say I'm not. Okay, good. Here is the news. This is from Deadline. The headline from Deadline reads as such. Showtime! Orders Moonbase 8. Comedy series from Fred Armisen, Tim Heidecker, John C. Riley, and Jonathan Kreisel. Showtime has picked up Moonbase 8, a half-hour workplace comedy series from Portlandia co-creators Fred Armisen, Jonathan Kreisel, Tim Heidecker, John C. Riley. It's slated, this is the key, gang, this is slated to premiere this fall. Oh, thank God. Thank God, everybody. Come on. Let's get clap. Let's clap together. Let's clap together. Thank God. Let's hear it, Zoomers. Come on. Let me hear it. Let me see you. And your answer, your prayers have been answered. There's more content. Now, who has Showtime? Who doesn't? We're not going to get into that. (laughs) It's Showtime. There you go. All right. That's the big news. Let's all pat myself on the back. (laughs) Vaughn, um, what else is going on? Holy shit. How exciting is that for you? First reaction. I've been wondering about that for a long time because all your other works has been like kind of coming out. But that Moonbase 8, it seemed like it took like two years for that to come out. It took forever. What is going on? And I will talk in the coming months much more about the process by which this kind of went down a very strange road by which it is coming out. Mostly because John and Fred and I and Jonathan Kreisel decided to try to do the whole, make the whole show sort of on spec with A24. So we did not have a network associated with it. And it's a very big, scary thing to go around and say, hey, here's a show we made, six episodes. It's not going to be cheap for you. What, do you want it? Mm-hmm. And it took a while to, for people to wrap their heads around that. A lot of these places, they want to they want to develop the show themselves, you know. So, anyways, it's huge news. It's a big relief. I can't tell you exactly the day it's going to come out, but that'll come soon. There'll be a trailer. There'll be billboards. There'll be 
I'll be doing every talk show you can imagine. I'll probably be doing fucking everything. Sick. You're going to see me on the Fallon show and the Colbert show and the report and Charlie Rose, if he's still working. And Joe Rogan, I'll do. I'll sit down with Joe Rogan. I'll sit down and do my three, three hours with him. I'm a fucking bona fide moron. You know? And I'll call out his bullshit like Bill Barr did. I do. I do have one question. Go ahead, Bond. We'll have Barr on some What about? Um, somebody was mentioning this. What about the stand-up special? Is that ever coming out, or is this? Um, that's coming out too. Yeah. You know what I'm doing with that? Like 99% chance. That's coming out here on this channel here on my channel. I'm on the YouTube channel. It sounds like a dope band. Do you hear me, Matt Van Dam? Do you hear me, Jason Mott? Do you hear me, Dan Doherty? Do you hear me, Mary Ann? Do you hear me, Zach Cutley? Cutley? Cutkey? I'm tired. I'm tired. Shit my pants. That's the news. I think that's gonna come out in October, frankly, to be honest with you. Oh, they're clever. Um, big lots going on, folks. I want to just get to everything. I want to talk quickly about uh, Steve Bannon was arrested this morning. Naturally, no, 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 no. She did. She just asked me about the stand-up special. I think she had something else. You have something else, Vaughn? No, no. Oh, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, Matt, you have to let let her go. You have to get back to work. Matt, you have to start doing doing a better job. The chat is going nuts. There, like mayhem in there. We need to let her get back to oh, work. Oh, yes, please. Go, go put out some fires, Vaughn. I'm trying, but I yes. can't do as good a job. Thank you so much for your service. Well, you want to Thank you. Let's hear it for Vaughn. Right. Long Thank time you, friend and fan of the show. I also know something about Vaughn. Is she's a big David Byrne fan. Oh. I think I rival. When Bannon was arrested, did they, did they did a SWAT team break the door down in the middle of the night and just start shooting? <laughs> Random People no, they, sleeping or they took him off a uh, boat. He was on a boat that he had apparently was renting. Oh. Li- was he living on the boat or just <laughs> vacation? He was renting a boat. boat. Seems like a boat owner kind of guy. Know that. The bloat was on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we were joking around earlier about Trump. What <clears throat> Trump would? Uh, how his? What his reaction to this news of Bannon being arrested? Can I get some helicopter noise? Because this is going to be how it goes. Trump, Trump's getting out, walking out of the White House on his way to his helicopter, and the Sir, reporters are there. Mr. Trump, hello. <laughs> what? Uh, Mr. President, uh, Mr. Again? Trump. Um, Say again. Steve Bannon was arrested earlier today. Do you Who? have any comment? Who's that? Steve Bannon. He was. I think he was part of your administration. Uh, uh, yes, I don't know much about that. I haven't been following that too closely. I've heard something about it. I know Steve a little bit. Honestly, I don't know him very well. He's a guy who's an interesting guy. He's been... Uh, Do you know why he was arrested? He said some ter- you, you excuse me, excuse me. This is a guy who said some terrible things about me. And frankly, you know, he said some very good things about me, too. So, well, we have to wait and see. We don't We don't know. I don't know. I haven't. Frankly, I haven't been watching much. Uh, frankly, I haven't been watching much about it. What happened? Have you been on his boat? What? Sir. No. I got to go. I gotta run. I wish him all the best. So. I wish him well. <laughs> I wish him well. All right, Matt, give me somebody else, please. Somebody to wish me well. 
Yosemite. Considering all the great Yosemite. news. Was he I in saw, his like, saw Phil in there. Oh, Phil? Vic? Or was he just like he was part the, of He was campaign. the uh, campaign manager. Campaign Phil's been yeah. cagey. Uh-huh. Where's Phil? He was the, uh, the head of Bright, Breitbart years ago. Dill, raise your I mean, hand. Where are you? Are you still in there? Yeah. Where'd Phil go? I don't know. If you can't find him, let's move on. Uncle Phil? Uncle Phil is back. This is, oh, here he is. Hi, hi Phil. Matt, is there a way to set up a VIP room in the Zoom? Oh, God, you know? I wish. Because I've seen these people that have these like side rooms in Zoom. Could be an idea. Oh, I'll look into that. Um, Here's Phil. Breakout rooms. Hey, hey Phil. What's up, Phil? How's everybody doing? Um, I'm doing great. I'm on, uh, I'm on top of the world. Good, good. Um, was quite, I'm glad to be back. Um, just kind of. Yeah, what was the deal with you? There's so many callers. I don't remember what the deal with you was. <laughs> yeah. Well, just to, you know, the elephant in the room, I guess, was, you know, we had a little falling out. Uh, we have since um, sort of gotten that piece together and, and mended and put to bed and, uh, you know, you guys reached out to me and said, you know, this show's kind of been floundering and kind of welcomed me back. Who did that? I didn't say anything, but did Matt, yeah, that, that Matt exactly said that? exactly what happened. Um, and it's my turn to talk here now. But, um, so <laughs> you guys welcomed me back. The show wasn't doing well. And I said, okay, I'll come back. I agreed to admit that the headphones that I had were set to microphone and you guys agreed to admit that the show needed me back, so here I'm. I'm back. Okay, well, welcome back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really get into the details of regular callers like yourself. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm talking to the people, the Hollywood stars, and uh, I'm more than a regular caller. I think everybody would admit that. And I had I turned down a big podcast offer with uh, Frank Stallone to, and then turned him down to come back here. Okay. I was just about set to uh, be a regular on Frank's show. Uh, yeah. Well, don't uh, feel like you need to be exclusive with us. If you feel like you want to do other podcasts, by all means. I don't know if, if they have their own ex- well, exclusivity. That's their business. But I'm not interested in having some kind of exclusive deal with a guy that calls into the show every once in a while. Glad you could drop in. Uh, but we encourage well, anybody to call in. I was going to, uh, his show is called, uh, Frankly Speaking, uh, The Way Things <laughs> there's, Were. There's, uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, okay. And, uh, it, well, and so, uh, he, he's got a bunch of great bits. He's got the jit bag of the day. He's got a couple of great, uh, Asian characters he likes to make fun of. And the Native American character is really, really funny. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I had a character where I started making fun of an Italian guy and then he booted me off of that show. He was? I'm no longer associated with Frank, but I have a big announcement today. That's the real reason I'm here. I got Okay. We have a lot of announcements today, today. A lot of news today. So why don't you get, why don't you give us the news and we can move on with the show? All right. September 11th, uh, Gettython is going to happen. Uh, everybody's been waiting for this. Uh, Gettython, the tweet that got to 2112, 2,112 retweets, uh, is going to happen. September 11th is going to be the day that nobody forgets uh, <laughs> because of Gettython. So, yes. All right. Well, um, that's incredibly insensitive to the thousands of Americans who lost their lives on September 11th, 2001. I would suggest considering an alternate date. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> oh, um, Anything else? Anyway. I don't no, like that band it. Rush anyway, so I, I, I think I spoke uh, about this last week. Ask the Lemon Twigs about Rush. Everybody loves Rush. So. No, they're, they're kind of a niche group. Uh, they're not for everybody. I don't have nothing against them personally. But 
Huh? They are for everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can disagree. Have a great one, Phil. Maybe we'll talk to you around Thanksgiving or no, 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 perhaps no, no, early no, next no, year. I'll be back next week. Okay. <laughs> Anatole and Chuck enjoyed that moment there. Anatole and Chuck, uh, how do you? What did you think of Phil's big announcement? I think he uh, needs to step on the brakes a little bit, personally. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think he needs to reassess a lot of things. Um, how are you guys doing? Where are you calling from? We're calling from New Rochelle, New York. Okay. New to the Zoom. New. To, I'm new to Rochelle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's a, why, what's what, what's the matter with old Sh- Rochelle, Doug? <laughs> it got Girl. it got boring over there. They had to make a new one. <laughs> well, if this is fresh and light, uh, and and what's happening in New Rochelle, then I don't know what to do with you. Much better than older shows. Yeah. So what are you guys up to today? It's a Thursday and you're just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I'm working from home, so thought we'd jump in. Are you dressed like me today? You got your both your, your ball, everyone's in black? Yeah. yeah. Got my Fraser shirt. Class, it's a classic look. You can't forget it. Okay. Kelsey right. here. Okay. <laughs> hey, let's by the way, I have to rush because uh, thank you for, for watching. Uh we have um the city of the day to get to, Matt. Oh, jeez. Huh. We have gonna, not even gotten into the forgot. city of the day. I was, I was gonna not going to forget. I'm running a professional show. Did anyone crack the code yet? City of the day. City of the day is brought to you by Last Month of a Dog, Dog of the Month Club. Reap all the rewards of dog ownership, but without the years of commitment. The Last Month of a Dog, Dog of the Month Club offers you a new old furry friend every month with an ironclad guarantee that the hound will pass within four weeks maximum. Simply register online with your preferred breed or size and you'll receive your first elderly dog within days. Take your pooch to the park or one last road trip or just pal around before your dog goes gently into that good night. Your Facebook wall will be full. That your dog is passed. And then your Facebook feed will fill with hearts up, will fill with hearts again after every month hereafter as you proudly post a new pic upon every old dog's arrival. Not satisfied with your dog? No problem. Put it down any day, any day you like with our youth and youth and Asian injections. Euthanation, youth, euthanasian injections included with every order. Hell, send them to heaven on day one if you want. We won't ask when your best friend drops. Better luck next time when a new pooch arrives the following month. <laughs> Last month, clubs. You gotta spo- uh, run these sponsors past us before we <laughs> sign off on these. Tenders. What's the problem? Last month is not responsible for any property damage due to incontinence, behavioral problems, or for any burial or religious services upon death. Order now, and Last Month Club will throw in a free doggy bag for your dog's cadaver. And don't forget to ask about our home cremation kit. Easily turn any oven into a crematorium. A great big bulldog. Last month is last month club is perfect for anyone who needs companionship but doesn't want a needy young dog that will bog down their life when the pandemic lifts. Act now and use the checkout code Office Hours Live to receive a two free month trial to our delicious final meal of the month club. <laughs> Bad boys Ted Bundy, Jeff Dahmer, Jeff Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy all received a last meal. Why shouldn't your good boy doggy receive one? 
Your pup might be on his last legs, but his stomach is ready to chow down for one last hearty meal. Our chefs use the highest quality ingredients to make our chefs, not my chefs, their chefs, use the highest quality ingredients to make each final meal something special that your woof woof will enjoy. In a dinner, you will remember forever. Each final meal comes with a main course, a one-time use sealed dog bowl of filtered water sourced from some of the finest springs. You'll remember the meal. What? What'd you say? What? It's the meal you'll remember. Uh, yes. Oh, by the way, it, uh, a one-time use sealed dog bowl of filtered water, as well as a chocolate dessert. Yes, chocolate has been known to be fatal to dogs. But this is their last meal, so just relax and let your doggy enjoy it, okay? So that is last do- last month of a dog of the month club. Oh my god! I don't know if I would participate in that. I already have a dog. It's a very strange. Good luck to the company. I don't know. It seems like a lot of hassle, but I mean, you know, good luck to them. Honestly, you do love your dogs, don't you? <laughs> you know, just get off Facebook. Don't worry about these Facebook likes. You don't have to do this. Uh, let's get first reactions off the uh, last month of a dog of the month club, Matt. I'm curious <laughs> to think what the audience thinks of this. Really, truly, a gruesome idea. Um, it seems. I mean, how how grim would that be? Uh, every month, getting a new dog that you know is Ferris. What do you think of that, Zach? Oh, Zach. Oh, I, uh, I don't want to see this guy with his shirt off and his <laughs> tattoos. We're going to get to the city, it. too. Don't forget that. Oh, we forgot the city. Yeah, forget, forgot the city. Oh I'll get to the city. Believe me, I'm in total control. <laughs> I mean, that's, I put are, a shirt on, and then you can talk to me. I think it's a fine service, because pe- those dogs, where are they going to go? A lot of people don't have... But who's know? the jerk that wants to get rid of this dog at the last month? <laughs> I don't really know. By the way, it's yeah. Fair Oaks, California. Fair Oaks, California is the hometown of Joe... Carnahan, who directed the 2006 action thriller Smoking Aces, <laughs> which only received a 30% on Rotten Tomato, unfortunately. But, you know, a lot of great movies get bad reviews. Uh, the weather there is, of course, with all of California, as we know, guys, high of 98. Low of, Doug, this is this will take you for a, a, a little bit of a ride. Sorry to give too much away here, but high of 98, low of? 101. <laughs> okay, low of... Uh... Take me for a ride. I'm going to say 72. 65, bruh. Are you crazy? I don't know. I don't know much more about it except the, hmm. that it's the home of Joe Carnahan. It's got to be up in the elevation. Director of Smoke oh, and Aces. Uh, what did you think of last month of the dog, last month of a dog, dog of the month club, uh, my friend who now is shirted? Um, I thought it was a good idea. I kind of have the same thing going with cats. I've had three cats go missing on me in the last like two years. So um, I'm kind of cats used don't to belong. Don't, yeah. Cats don't, don't aren't good pets. They don't belong in homes. They should they, be indoors. They Let's should be them out. in and out of people's lives. Um, I'm allergic to cats. They have no place in my home. That's for sure. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Um, anyways, what else you got on your mind there, Zach? Um, you know, I wanted to I, I apologize if you've talked about this before, but I really love <clears throat> Johnny Cash and Bob Dylan's Girl from the North Country. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just curious if you've heard it because it's like one of the worst songs you, you'd expect it to be great because it's Johnny and Bob, but it's it's so awful. Mm. It's so bad. Well, you sound pretty dim. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, have you heard it, though? Of course. It's on uh, I mean, Nashville Skyline. Yeah, yeah. And they, they I'm try sure to you could do much better. <laughs> Who 
cares? Got a hard eye, so it's, it's, Why don't you get more tattoos on your chest? <laughs> Go ahead. Stick a needle in your fucking pecs. More. <laughs> Got it. Nut. More. Boy. More. Listen. I will. More. More. No, I more. like it. I have no problem with that. I think. I mean, they're they they have very. They're, it, it's not the greatest harmony, I guess, but it's a beautiful song. And they mess up the lyrics. Well, they were all on amphetamines. They were they were high as kites making that shit. I don't love you records. Know? I just know they just hit record and like we're we're Bob and we'll Johnny. We'll riff it, man. Tim, who is this now? <laughs> Johnny Cash and uh, Willie Nelson. Bob Dylan. <laughs> oh, one of the one of the frequent one of the stars of our show and hasn't appeared, but feels that, like he's it, on he's on the he's on the docket every every week. Paul Dylan's your deal. Yeah, that there you song go. makes me cry. It's so it's so bad like I Well, don't listen to it. I what's, mean, who's what's putting a gun album, to your head? What's the best album made on amphetamines, Tim? <laughs> what's the best Off the al- top like what do you top 5? <sighs> I'm going to say Wonderwall by Oasis. Okay. I don't really. I mean, uh, uh, the cran- I would say "Zombie" by the Cranberries. I'd say probably. Bo- no, I'd probably I say know. I would say "Blonde on Blonde" by Bob Dylan. I think there's probably a lot of uppers going on so with what? that record. Okay. Anyways, he's not smoking meth. He's like some like, pills, baby pills. pills, like World War II fighter uh, <laughs> fighter pilots, fighter stuff. pilot kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't we get some drug expert on to talk about it? Bring him in. Uh, I don't know anything about it. Let's um, see if our. First guest, uh, official guest. Hitler on meth footage. Let's slow the pace. Interesting. Well, let's slow the pace down a little bit here. Let's have some respect because we have an acclaimed author coming on the show, Sarah Schaefer. And I want to show her a tremendous respect. Hello. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. Yeah? Well, what's happening? It's been... Yeah, it's been... (laughs) that's <laughs> been it's been it's been a while it's been um i was looking through my old photos and found a, tr- a really lovely picture of you me my wife and my my one-year-old daughter up in nevada city california yeah that's kind of the only time i met you and that was set yeah. five over five maybe five and uh five yeah. and change Doug, yeah, I please. Think that, <laughs> <laughs> i think of that trip often it was such a lovely time it was wonderful. We were swimming in the in the water, as yeah. you do in the in the river. And and you know who the conduit there was? Good old Doug Lusenhop, who's right here behind me. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Doug. Uh, you know, I just I don't want to speak against um, your sponsors or anything, but um, I tried last month, Club. And <laughs> oh, you did. I did, and it was actually I was actually really disappointed because the dog, the one that the first one they sent, it lived for years. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's not what I signed up for. No. So, so, so did you? Did the dogs start piling up at your door? Like, <laughs> yeah, like they don't do a quality check. You right. know? Did they you take it, advantage of the, uh, the euthanasia, euthanasia needle yeah. that they? Uh, <laughs> That's a new feature. That's a new feature. That's a new. Right. They had to after the numerous complaints. Do you know what, Sarah? We uh, we have a good time, the boys and I, coming up with these stupid ideas here, as you as comedians do. And there's always that moment you go, "This is fucked." Like this is a fucked (laughs) bad. This is a fucked idea. But and I was telling the guys I once had a meeting with like a Hollywood producer. Who wanted to maybe do a move? Like he was like, "What kind of ideas do you have? What do you, you know, like, like maybe we could we could figure out a, something to do together and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Well, I have this one idea that involves this this killing of a dog." 
Um, but it would be like a horror movie. But he was like, nah, you can't do, like, that's a rule. You cannot kill a dog in a movie. Can't do no. it. It, if you're if you want it to be the you know only the bad guy can only do the that. bad guy can kill the dog. John Wick right so that's what that's based on <laughs> yeah. so but These thank you basic for basic rules thank you for punching up or or adding to or what what would you call comedically what you yeah, did there yes Andy yes Andy <laughs> <laughs> um so what so how's your pandemic going how's your quarantine going are you in Los Angeles or or I'm in I, yeah I'm in Silver Lake and uh, it's been it's yes, been make me do it has been a uh, a real ride you know um, I've been gardening and uh, uh, that's about it. And I had a book come out, which was like. Well, we a can't weird speak. Time. We won't have time to get to that today. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So yeah, let's talk about your book. So first of all, book is called Grand, right? Grand. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, is I'll this show about, it to you. Is this about the? Yeah. There's the cover. That's a real book. It's a real book. This is a legit book. Uh, it's not like how to be a girl boss. Like it's not like that. It's like <laughs> a legit. Memoir. <laughs> who wrote the book, though? My question is. <laughs> um, it was really, you know, it was a community effort. No, yeah. um, I. You, had got, you got a room together. Yeah, I got a room together. Um, we did months of beating out the beats. Yeah. I don't know if that's what Chap- you say. The chapters. Just read my book. Yeah. So how did you, for, I want to know, I want to ask so much about this, because obviously yeah. I should write a memoir. You um, should. But it would be almost almost like in several volumes. <laughs> That's what they're yeah. saying. Almost, almost most of the most almost. of the editors and publishers are saying we want to do it, but it would be too many volumes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt when I started it. I was like, "There's way too much." Yeah, how do you focus in on like? Because your story is uh, really about something that happened to you in childhood. Yeah. So the book basically takes on. Um, I I go on this trip when I turned forty on this Grand Canyon whitewater rafting trip with my sister. And then while on the trip, I remember back episodes from my life and sort of what led me to this point in the trip. And, uh, but yeah, it was, it's all about like fucked up shit that happened in my childhood (laughs) and then how that kind of person becomes a comedian later on. Right. You need trauma. Uh, and in order to be funny. No, you don't actually need that, but it did, it did have a, a role in my life, but yeah, it's a, it's a funny memoir, but I would definitely say to your audience, it's also heartfelt. So if you're not in, if you don't want to feel any emotions, <laughs> um, you know, just read it in small bursts because there is some emotional stuff in this book. Is it, tr- is there something um, triggering in the book for people that they should know about? Or? Oh yeah. There's a lot of triggering. If you're triggered by, uh, so in the grand Canyon, we had to poop into a can. Uh huh. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because so in the grand Canyon, they do something called leave no trace camping. So you leave nothing behind. And so you can't even like bury your shit. You have to poop into it. They built like this thing. They called it the groover and they put a toilet seat on top of a can. And that's what you, shit in and then they they who's they the, are you traveling with sherpas or something that are <laughs> yeah, doing this for you they're river guides uh, okay. and, and they they're re- like real tan um dusty young men <clears throat> and 
they uh, they had to like by by like the third day, it took two men to carry <laughs> the, the shit can. Oh back my god! God. So yeah, it, you know what they do? They take those cans and they slap an El Paso refried beans <laughs> label on it and put it on the shelf. <laughs> It's a dollar, dollar general. <laughs> it was, it was the best view I've ever had while taking a shit for sure. But it was, it was really nasty smelling by the end. But there's a whole, a company, a guy, in Flagstaff, Arizona, that his whole business is cleaning out the groovers from these river trips. Like mm. he's like, y'all don't want to mess with this. Right. I'll take it on. Oh. And so there's a whole little cottage industry has popped up around cleaning out these poop cans. <laughs> that guy takes it to his home toilet and just does the dump there. <laughs> oh, I love talking about bowel movements. <laughs> I'll talk about it for all, all day long, day and night. Um, so what was your so how first of all you're a you're a comedian uh yeah. a writer you've done you've done stand up obviously you're not doing stand up much right now mm-hmm. have you done any no. of these weird like virtual shows yet I did one and that was it for me I yeah. did really love <laughs> it uh, they're it not was, great um, they're not fun to watch I mean, that's all I know no offense no it was really <laughs> awkward oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'm just gonna wait. I've taken breaks from stand up before, so it doesn't scare me. Yeah. I, but I just I'm very sad that venues might close and that stand ups are losing their income. Luckily, I'm very grateful to have other income, like writing for TV and stuff. So that's my husband. What do you? Oh, hi hub, hi hubs. <laughs> Is he uh, in the biz? He's a director. Yeah. Oh really? A director? Well, maybe he wants to see some of my work. Does he know my work? <laughs> Yeah, he's familiar with your work. Does he do features or Wait, just TV? Work with his company? Have I worked with him before? Yeah, he's directed. Um, what was it, Rory's documentary? Yeah, yeah, not, he did. It's not out yet, but he directed a a, a, a film with Rory Scovel. Oh, okay. I think we might have had something to do with that. Has yeah, he worked I think with you Steve did. Bannon, the Hollywood <laughs> producer, Steve Bannon. He has a general set. <laughs> How many shirts is he wearing right now? <laughs> Um, Scott's wearing one. <laughs> how long did it ready. take you to write the book? And what, like, wh- like, first of all, how do you get a book? How do you go? And you uh, you have an um, agent that goes. Yeah, you should had, write a book, I, or was it you going? Yeah. I have to write this book. I felt I've always wanted to write a book before I even knew I wanted to be a comedian. So it was always kind of part of the plan in my mind or dream. Yeah. Um, but I had to do like a long proposal, like thirty-five pages, uh, and then we shopped it around, and that the whole process from that to this coming out was three years yeah so it was a lot of work it's crazy it's yeah it's, it's makes you not want to do anything ever again yeah, right? it was difficult i mean like especially if you're going to write about your own life like even if it's silly stuff you're like you start to hate yourself after a while and yeah. you're just sick of it and and you think no one's going to care about this <laughs> My thing, I think about, because I could sit down and kind of write some stories from my, like I've done, there's a lot of, I could do a whole thing on my stabbing, being stabbed, and my problems with the QAnon, like all sorts of chapters in my life. But I'm like, how much do I want to, hey, how much do I want to spill the beans on everything, you know, like be that revealing? But I mean, at some point, you know, maybe uh, it sounds hard. You don't. It, it was really hard. I. You don't have to reveal all of it, but even just a little bit can feel like there's a lot in this book that I've never talked about publicly, and so it's it's a little nerve wracking. Like, oh god, what Here are people go. gonna say? How Here are you go. able to, uh, aside from doing this prestigious show with its thousands of listeners, <laughs> how are you able to promote the book? It's and you can't do book 
signings no, and readings yeah. and stuff. No book signing or tour. I've done some really, um, this is definitely by far the most uh, people that have I've spoken to <laughs> virtually about the book. Like uh-huh. all my little book tour events, so it's like 10 people and it's mostly my family like, hey, <laughs> but it's just so weird. I had this whole tour planned and all that, and it's that got canned. Did, so. did I see something that you said you did? I noticed. I, I noticed you said you um, you're did, doing some kind of online reading, and then it got shut down because of trolls. Yeah. What so, happened? I don't know how it works, but I did one where some people somehow got a hold of the link, and then they were able to unmute themselves. Oh, um, and they just started screaming out shit. Like there was maybe 10 other people in this thing and they were all like really sweet middle-aged to yeah. older women, yeah. <laughs> including my like dad and his girlfriend. And they're like, Sarah's a crack whore. I'm you know, just like, <laughs> really? Who are, so are you a light, are you like a lightning rod of some kind? Like, I mean, you're political, um, I guess, I, but I have had you know, dust ups with certain online fandoms before. Um, Mm. Not never your fandom, which has been very wonderful to. I hope to so. Like, I do feel bad sometimes. You, people that associate with me, they sometimes get not my fans, but like by guilt, like association, like you know, yeah, somebody I mean, will get like it, my, the shit that I get will send will transfer to somebody else because they <clears throat> are doing something with me. Well, yeah, and it's, and sometimes for an outsider, like I might not know the inside language of a fandom, and so they might just be kidding. But I'll take it as like, what the fuck? Leave me alone. But uh, I'm talking about bad stuff where I was like threatened and like. Who are your really, enemies? My enemies, I don't even want to say because Got it's it. just like they, they shall not be named. Fair enough. But, um, we will discuss after your appearance and try to yeah. try to suss out who you've wronged. I, I kind of I kind of have an idea. I refer to them as Shithead Island. Um where it's just like an island of these certain fans of certain Wait, that's a great that... idea for a show. Shit, uh-huh. <laughs> Shithead Island? Yeah. Like, f- we found the dumbest people in the world. Who's on that island, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say. I don't know any dumb people. But that would be fun to get, like, these are truly dumb, dim-witted people. <laughs> and they have to just <laughs> figure things out. Basic stuff. <laughs> Super <Yeah>. basic. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I'm at peace with it. I've learned how to uh, keep them at bay. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't get into it anymore. Don't I'm feed the it. trolls, as we say. My as... entire life right now is about owning the lakes. <laughs> That's it. Um, are you? We should go. We should move. We should uh, oh, yeah. let Sarah go. Maybe I don't know where we are in the show, but I just wanted to ask you one thing because I was going to talk about it later. But you know, have you been watching the Democratic Convention? I watched a little bit of it. I keep losing power. Oh, so, yeah. oh, you're in Silver Lake, and you guys are getting power outages. Yeah, um, but I have watched a little bit of it. What What do you? I I thought maybe that some of the intimate face to face was actually pretty effective in comparison to a large auditorium. But that's yes. pretty much my only impression. F- Fig Newton is shaking his head. He knows everything. This guy in the Zoom, he knows everything. He's got the right opinion about people writing me like crazy. Uh, especially after the what's the guy's name that sang the for Stills? what? Yeah, Stills. Yes, Stills. And somebody else. Billy did, Porter. Billy Porter. I thought that was nuts, and people were saying that it reminded them of like a Tim and Eric yeah. video. And yeah. here's my thing: I don't give a shit. Give me a little like, break here. Who? What do you want them to do? 
Like, what wouldn't be shitty? What wouldn't be... You don't you know, think they could have improved that video at all? I don't think it matters. I think it's not. It's it's such nonsense. They could have had death grips. Playing. They could have had nobody. Right. They should have probably had nobody. But it was what it was. It's like, did did you not like the 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 pans or the the way it was keyed? Like, who fucking cares? And also, it's if I, if you're on Twitter telling and you know about me, and you're all thinking that it's a Tim and Eric sketch, that video is not for you. Right? Yeah. It's for like some old biddy, <laughs> some like mom or something. Like, it's just, it's harmless. It's well done. Well, but, I mean, but it's is well that performed. A problem that it's for old biddies. Like, they only had two people under the age of 50 speaking. It's a little, it's a little, little um, <laughs> lo fi, Tim, is what it is. But, it's a little. So, I mean, did, did you want more production value? Did you yeah. want I'm more production I value? Why, I they, get why people are yeah. making fun of it. It's, right, right. It's I looks like, too, but I mean, yeah. Trump probably would have done better yeah. with that. There's no good, there's no good way to do any of that stuff Dead. anymore. There's yeah. no way Dead. to not be corny. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that if, if they, but people also get very angry if, Older politicians try to be cool. Yeah, there's no winning. So it's sort of like I don't. They're just they're dorks. Like you kind of have to be a huge fucking dork to to get to that level of government. Yeah. Remember the 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 model UN kids in yeah. high school? Those people God. were dorks. I think the I, I I agree. I think the I agree that the the most effective thing was seeing all these people like on their zooms or in their homes looking like normal people like kind of ex- talking about their experiences i think that's way more yeah. effective than any speech that was given or certainly more effective than the Stephen stills song <laughs> but <laughs> i just i just think everybody should chill out that that these conventions are always shitty they're always yeah. poorly produced or they're just they, they don't they matter don't, anymore because they don't really serve an actual answer. practical function yeah you know like, where's the yeah where's and it's not a it's not going to be a Kanye West concert with like a moving stage coming down and like artists and like Beyonce's yeah. like. And know, if, it was, like, if it was, if it was, that would be worse, wouldn't it? I mean, I kind of want it to be clunky. Spend that money doing that. I know. Like, <laughs> I want to spend it uh, like, you know, I want it to be clunky and stupid and and boring because it's not supposed yeah. to be this big Steven Spielberg eventized thing. When is so, out, I have all a I'm saying jelly is sandwich. fine, make fun of them. I mean, we're going to make fun of everything we can because that's what we do. But it's not it's it's really making fun of something that does not matter at all. You can't do that. So everybody <laughs> chill out. No, of course not. And if you I disagree, Sarah, I want you to feel free to speak your mind and call me later. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. Your Semites, your Semites. You put me on the spot, Tim. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I wanted to get into it. I thought you were going to be really uh, combative about oh, this, yeah. and we'd have a yes. great yes. clip yes. for yes. the show. <laughs> All right, Sarah, well, let me, I'll let you go. Congratulations Thanks, on putting guys. out your first memoir. Everybody, my audience must buy 10 copies each. 10 each. Thank you so much. And I'll get a little piece of that later. <laughs> the old office hours kickback. Um, take care. Stay cool. Yeah, bye. Let's hear it for Sarah Schaefer. Doug, you were you wanted to ask her a question, right? Did I? You did. <laughs> She's gone now. What was the question you were going to ask? I have no idea. You don't want to know about her family? No, it wasn't about that. You wanted to ask about her father, Paul. 
Yes. Yes. Trying okay. to lob you up something okay. fun. You lobbed me up and I forgot about Hi, that Dad. joke. Casey, Casey. Uh, I wanted to Del- know why her dad, Paul, always insists on playing with the band. The organ when, when, when they appear on Letterman. Yeah. He always wants to jam along. Hey, Sonic Casey. <laughs> Hi, Casey. Hi, Casey. <laughs> Boop, boop, boop. Hi. Hello. Hello, Casey. How you doing? Oh, I'm not Casey. That's not Casey. That's your name. It says Casey Dapulta. Yeah, it's a creep. It's my my girlfriend logged in. Didn't change the name. It's a whole thing. Well, let's call you Casey. Want another one? Where's my one? Where's my my what? Another one? All right. How can I help you today, Casey? Can I say something relatively serious real quick? Yes, please. This is a serious show. Here we go. dealt with some, like, dark times. Uh, your your everybody's like the whole trinity. Sure. Uh, you guys have helped me through some some shit. And, Talk about uh, the shit. What kind of shit? Oh no. Just just like mental health stuff and yeah. uh, anxiety and depression. But yeah. uh, it's you guys are awesome. And, thank you. Uh, thank what's your you What's your name? I don't want to keep calling you Casey. I'm I'm Bill. Bill. Yeah. Bill okay, Casey. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he the governor of of uh, Pennsylvania? Uh, Bob, Bob, Bob Casey. Casey was and Bob Casey Jr. The, okay, so Cincinnati, Ohio. What what do you uh what have you been like, as the as the anxiety getting better? You working on that? Uh yeah, it's it's something I've kind of dealt with. You know, I've I've seen some uh, professional uh men women to to uh-huh. help with it, but uh no, I just you know I don't want to bring the the show down, but no, nah, it's just it's it's super cool. Like the stuff that you guys do, like it you know makes me smile and like. That makes me. That you know. That makes me smile. It makes me smile. Laugh and have fun. (laughs) How excited are you about Moonbase news, everybody? Moonbase coming to Showtime in the fall. That's huge. Honestly, I'm. I'm like. I'm. I feel like I'm up in the moon. He's on the moon. Well. Well. uh, uh, Shit. What's his name again? Not Bob. I got Bob in my head. Bill. Bill. Thank you, Bill, for your kind words. We. It is our duty to. Entertain you to make you feel better. You uh, and you're also. Are you a member of the uh, Patreon community? Be honest. Yeah, it's a it's a very uh, absolutely. Bill, then 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 if you have any if you have, if you get into a dark place, you reach out to us. Okay, you've got a community around here. You got a community that, a that loves you and supports you. Go, what? Thanks. We love you too. Love, love you, Bill. You. Bye, Bill. Um, where's Bye, Fig Newton? Because I want to talk to him. He was shaking his head. Let's hear it. Fig? You gotta be nice to Fig. He helped us with our sound check earlier. Oh, yeah. oh yes, of course. <laughs> Fig, what's on your mind? I was gonna say congratulations to Vic on moving into his new bedroom. Congratulations oh, yeah. to Steve Bannon on his new boat. Fig, I told you you gotta go in the middle of your screen. Yes. Yeah, there we go. And I not? The there you go. Close enough. To your left. There you go, right there. Oh, nice. Go ahead, uh, Fig. I'm actually going to, my. I, I was going to say, Lemon Twigs, very excited about that. Huge fan. Uh, the other thing I was going to talk about was the DNC a little bit, but you guys kind of already talked about that. The only reason I was shaking my head, I feel like the speeches could have been, you know, more prepared for the virtual environment. They were giving them like. Or at least what? they could have. Sounds that would have been good. What's that? I would have. 
if they added in like crowd sounds or something. Well, but that was give, would yeah. that have been that was annoying. The 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 zoom clapping sound, just sure. that sound is terrible. Yeah. They could have oh, they could have done something. You know what? I just and this, yeah. the blank faces. They gotta get clapping. us on the drops. I mean, seriously, I'll volunteer <laughs> so my time anything. to do yeah. applause. I don't. know. I think it was pretty rough, but. But do you hear what I'm well, saying? It's like, first it of all... It doesn't matter. It's a pep rally, but... Yeah, they were oh, just yeah, being no. like, why don't we try... The, it's the first time this has ever happened because of the Trump virus. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> the reason... Pandemic. The reason the, the reason this is all <laughs> shitty is because of the Trump virus. So, yeah. I mean, they right. could have just done no convention and just I, run Trump virus. I, honestly, you know. the best thing is to keep Biden away. We don't, we don't need right. to see him... Uh, but I thought eyes, the stories about eyes. Biden, about him, you know, with his his family history and his... Uh, the Come Amtrak on, stuff is good. You know, it's it's it's. Uh, I find it to, to be a little moving, and I, I, you know, I hope as you look at a guy's long, long history in politics, he's going to have lots of, you know, dark. He's going to have lots of like kind of things that he would probably do differently now, as as you know, thirty years go by. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Well, I mean, you look at his platform and you look at the 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 issues. Yeah, yeah. Then they're they're much more liberal than uh, than than you know than his something he mm-hmm. did in the nineties might represent. I mean, his cl- look at what Noam Chomsky says about his climate uh, yeah. proposals. They're 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 very progressive and very you know important. So I get it. You know, I get, you know the guy's not the mo- the guy's not a saint. He's made a lot of mistakes. But look, you know, it goes back to the thing. I mean, you can have the boiled chicken or you can have the plate of dog shit. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to eat, folks? That's a lot of burgers. Wait, where's where's uh, where's Vera? She had to cancel. What? Sorry. I made a She's big deal. Late. I made a big deal about this. But, you know, her. we have another, we have an important call. She's going to get a nasty note from me. Believe me. Not that Fig Newton was it was serious. We have another serious call. Let's get it serious before the um, lemon twig. Thank you, Fig. With Kevin Boweri, <laughs> who's going to talk about uh, what's going on in Lebanon. While we're you know we're oh, going to get serious for a moment. I want to know. Hey, hey, everybody. Sefe Fef Sefa Hai. If we're still doing that. Sefe Fef. We are still doing that. How dare you? All right. You know, Tim, I was thinking the uh, Everybody Loves Dog song would be great for the Dog of the Month Club. Oh, yeah. I love it. And p- people that have, were at the Tim and Eric tour know what that is, but people who weren't don't. And I, I'm so annoyed. We have we. It's been this thing on the back of our minds to put out that music from the show, and it just hasn't happened because we're too lazy. But the, we got to do it. And Vic's videos that he made for it are just tremendous. Um, so what's happening in Lebanon? Right, so um, on like the that transition, floor, there was a massive <laughs> explosion that probably everybody saw on uh, on Twitter, social media, of uh, one of the biggest non nuclear explosions in the world that left you know two hundred people dead, three hundred thousand people homeless, seven thousand injured. So bad, bad stuff. Um, well, thank you for reporting. I know, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're just teeing. It's been pretty heartwarming to see the relief effort going on. There've been like strangers going into cleanup. You see videos of strangers cleaning up people's homes before they're even able to come back to them. Um, and but right now, there's also like a lot of needs to rebuild hospitals. Um, and so there's some great organizations that are working on the ground. And there's a place if people care to donate. I know a lot of people need um, a lot of people are in need right now. And so if anyone can, you know, um, 
if anyone has it in them to send some money to Lebanon, there's they're already buying ten books. That is, they're already buying ten books. They are already buying ten books. But, but, but yes, uh, where, where there's can a great go? org called uh, SealUS-USA.org. Um, Very nice. They have partnered with the Wait, Red Hold that Cross. up again and center it a little bit All so right. people can see it. Hold that up and center it a little bit more. Back, 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 back. back there we go. Back, back. back. Right there it there. is. There you go. Seal-USA.org. Yep. Social and economic action in Lebanon. This isn't some kind of Steve Bannon grift, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Um, and, you, I mean, you, there's a great website. You can vet them. They're, it's a US 501c3, so... Uh, and, and what gonna, do you think about the – there's no conspiracies here. This is just sort of a – this was a um, just poorly managed do, so uh, it, port situation. So it was a lot of negligence right now. I mean, we're looking – there's still an ongoing investigation. Um, and whatever the root cause of it was, I would say, is just systemic corruption of this political class that's been in power since 1975. Wow. So since the beginning of the Civil War, the same people who fought each other, killed each other, ended up staying in power after the Civil War. Um, they turned their militias into political parties uh, because of political support from the U.S. and other um, countries kind of trying to prop up their own figureheads in the country. I have a question. Um, yeah, Doug has ahead. a question. Um, what is the stuff that blew up? Ammonium nitrate. And what so is that? It's fertilizer. Basically what Timothy McVeigh used in, in Oklahoma. But what is it's used for fertilizer? It's used for fertilizer, but it can be um, weaponized. And why was it why, just, why was it mean, stored really there for so long? Dealings. Why don't, why um, so aren't they fertilizing with it? Let me answer the question. There was a ship. There was a ship that came weird roundabout way, ended up in the port, got impounded and then sat there for six years. It's unclear if people were kind of like selling some of the ammonium nitrate to shade in shady dealings. Right, black um, market stuff. Some have speculated that had the 3,000 tons been there, it, the explosion would have been much I heard much there was larger. a fair amount of Sarah Schaefer's shit in a can in that pile as well. Like all that stuff gets... <laughs> yeah, we're, that's a good fertilizer. Nice. We're hoping <laughs> that we can get some of that. Um, yeah, and, yeah and, it's terrible. Um, it seems like and, that... And what's... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, uh, it's hard for me because I'm, I'm Lebanese. I, I grew up there, spent a lot of time there, and I'm in Boston. So it's like, what can I do, uh, you know, come on this show and kind of let people know what's happening? And this is just like the most recent tragedy in, in like a year of a lot of bad stuff happening, an economic crisis, um, the a big popular revolution that started in October, and then kind of the powers that be and remain kind of really clamped down on that, shut it down. And then, in the after this um, after this explosion, people went out to protest, and then security forces like injured seven hundred people again. You know, Jesus. while the hospitals were already overrun. So it's it's pretty upsetting. But Beirut's been destroyed eight that eight times in its thousand year history, and so I hope and believe we'll be able to recover from this. That's All right. Well, thank you for the latest on the situation in Beirut. We are, we are, thank you for directing my audience. Please, everybody, if you can afford it, I'm not the most prosperous audience. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? Thanks for having me. Um, oh, this is, this is terrible. Uh, uh, 
this is terrible news. I mean, we have some news that's that's bad in the world, but this is truly despicable. Variety magazine out now with Fred Armisen, John C. Riley, astronaut comedy ordered at Showtime. Hello? Oh, I'm under here. They don't even hyperlink my name. This is tr- tremendously disrespectful. How could this be? All systems go, says Showtime. Fred Armisen, Tim Heidecker, and John C. Riley. See, that's the news. I'm going to retweet that one. Can you imagine how I'm actually focused on doing this show with this breaking news going on? It's like when Howard Stern was doing the 9-11 show, but the opposite of that because this is all positive, except for the variety. I'm going to call variety. <clears throat> Matt, we have to call variety now. I'll get him on the line. I was thinking about <laughs> you're, you're killing a dog in a movie. Yeah. You know they kill Cujo? I mean, that's not... But he was the villain. That's the villain. <laughs> well, He's still, a bad they dog. kill him. They kill him off. I don't know if this is they true. This is just what the guy eye. told me. What do you mean? No, if, if Cujo is the killing villain, then you got... It's I, so, that's so... Okay. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you got to do it. Um, Didn't Old Yeller die? They shoot him, yeah. All right. They shoot him in the head. Let's talk to... Sarah Schaefer oh, was our... Let's talk to Sarah Schaefer again. This is the only show to have the same guest on twice. No. More. Um, more. More. Let's talk to my friends, Brian and oh, Michael. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deodre. Lizard. Deodoria from <laughs> Lemon Twigs. How you doing, boys? You doing all right? You record's coming out, man. You coming out with a new record. It's the greatest day of the year. Tomorrow is. Where are they? Hello. Hello. Hello, Brian. How you doing? Hello. Good. <laughs> yeah, we can hear you guys. A little. Hey. Can we get a little louder? Can we get a little Hello? louder? Get closer. How are you doing? Get back, get back. There you are. This is exciting. This is exciting, man. You got your new record coming out. Yeah. Quiet, tomorrow. boys. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow, I love seeing you. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so we love being on. Being you know on what? the show. I don't know if both of you were on, but uh, maybe it was just Brian, but you're one of the first early guests of Office Hours so many years ago, four years ago. Wow. That was Brian. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) this is an exciting new record you've got coming out. Songs for the general public. Everybody should pre-order and do whatever they can do to support my friends. Um, can, can, Can I just ask you guys, I'm sorry if you get this, but are you related? Oh wow! Uh, him to him? Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah, to him. Are you two related? Um, here's yeah. my question, and I'm sorry. This is I'm going to do a little bit of a I'm going to do a little bit of a Marin deal with you, a little bit of a memory lane deal, and I need you to just go with me on this. We're going to start a blues rock jam. No. <laughs> Like now, now making not that kind of marriage. Oh, tell what kind of guitar do you play? Oh, that's good. I'm just what, are, what are you, a Fender shit. guy? <laughs> just too old for that shit. No, I want to. I want my audience to understand your background, where you came from, and how uh, you guys got you started. Because I just saw a video of you guys playing like 
that video came out. I don't know if it's been online for a while, but you guys pre-meeting Rado, I think, doing some songs at like a talent show. Yeah. Um, so you guys, when did you start? Uh, how did you guys kind of break into doing this professionally? Well, we were, I mean, we were uh, kid actors. We were child stars. You were? Wait, I know that about you, Michael, I think. Brian, did you also do the work in well, that field? I did success in, he, uh, on film or TV. Yeah, but he was on Broadway. Oh, really? Uh, with, in big roles. He was, um, he was Gavroche in Les Mis, and then he was... Um, the Flounder in The Little Mermaid, the the biggest parts you could have if you were a kid. Really? Who's making this up? Is this no, they're no, not. I <laughs> but Michael, uh, you were in a movie, right? I was in a couple movies, yeah. I mean, okay, so there was that. Heavyweights, Ethan Hawke. With Ethan Hawke. And, and, oh, what and movies? Liz Banks. That's what we call her in the business. Liz Banks. <laughs> and uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine? Yeah, I tell you. Well, I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the stars. I don't want to talk any. I don't want to talk. Were any you trash. traded in the uh, in the in the, tra- uh, the the trafficking of young child <laughs> actors? Were you part of that scene? <laughs> no. No. Good. Nobody had molested no. you on set. Um, no. But okay. So you 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 come obviously. No. I mean, obviously, I can hear it in your music. There's a musical theater. DNA running through you. There's no question about that. Yeah. So well, you come from that world. Yeah, there. there's like a few like Sondheim shows that we knew a lot of. We did a lot of community theater too before we got into the uh, professional stuff. But when you're in high school, you are basically recording demos and writing songs and and you get that demo to Jonathan Rado. Is that who the first person yeah. you reach out to? Yeah, it kind of happened like um, we did. Um, we did the acting stuff, and then the then the we started to completely phase out of the acting stuff, and then we were, like didn't really have a direction. We got with a lot of different people. Like there was the guy, the guy who did the music for Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, movie, and <laughs> tried to make us into. He like was a like band. a a pop band. He was a rapper, and he said, uh, and he was like this guy who. Uh, when I was like 13 or something, like, he would get us, they would buy us McDonald's every week, and then we would come in, and then he came in one time with the, and said, Hey, let me have some of your French fries while we were listening to a track. And then he, yeah. well, and then he ended up drinking the whole thing of the French fries, ate the whole thing. He was like a real was crazy jerk, you know what like, I mean? That was a real this power. guy sounds like an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like, like a Ron, a, is it like Ron, not Ron, is it Ron Perlman? Who's the new kids on the block? Yeah, guy? Perlman. Yeah. Ron Perlman? Yeah. He not was, not he was, Ron uh, Pearl. Not um, Ron Pearl. Ron Lou Pearlman. Lou Pearlman. He was like a Backstreet Boy guy. He wasn't the New Kids guy. He was a, his name was there wasn't Loop, bad New His kids name guy. was Loop Earlman. Loop Earlman. Okay, so so then but then you were like, how did you go? We had we were pretty directionless, and then Brian. Uh, well, when we, Rado, when we discovered uh, Boxygen, we were just obsessed. <gasps> and really, we were like you know, the biggest. Boxing and then fans. we were. I would have been fourteen, or, and Brian would have been sixteen. And then we would have sent him our stuff. And then we, uh, he said, "You want to come and uh, record, record with yeah. us." 
So then we met up in New York on a school break, and we recorded that. Uh, and then we went. Album. And then we went to Los Angeles on the break, the school break. You had spring? Was it spring break? Maybe. Oh, it was winter. Winter break over the holidays. You are fourteen and sixteen years old. Well, no, we, we would have been then fifteen and Fi- right. Okay, fifteen and seventeen years old. You send. You you basically send blind as I did, as Eric and I did with Bob Odenkirk, as people do. Right. You just blast somebody with your stuff. He loves it and says, if you can come out, does he know how old you are at that point? You must. Yeah. I, that's part of it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that was, I think we related to the fact, I mean, Boxygen. They were really these, young like, when they did their yeah. high school albums that they did. So, I mean, we've related to that. Um, so, so you, <laughs> you'd make the whole first record during that break or is it sort of a back and forth a little bit? No, we did two weeks, and we made the whole... I did, like, a bunch of, like, string overdubs and horn overdubs after that. But the, all the instruments... Just Brian were, playing all that stuff. Right. But all the instruments were recorded in that two weeks and most of the vocals. Um, but there was some... That is amazing. <laughs> you said horns, and Doug starts playing this <laughs> weird horn thing. <laughs> you hear this thing? Um <laughs> Okay, and then you guys explode because that re- that first record of yours, I, in my opinion, is like it's got to be on the, the top. It's got to be on a list of like greatest first albums by an ar- by a, like an artist. It's like Thanks. so fucking strong. Thank you, Tim. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, so what's what's different about the way you make records now? Like, how did you make this uh, this new record? Was it still kind of a home home recording what affair? A terrible question to ask. <laughs> Well, we just did it. We did a lot of. Um, we went. We were jumping back and forth between here and Radio, Radio Studio in Los Angeles. Oh, I mean, you did a lot of it there. Yeah, you know, the whole operation. I did a. I did some of it just at night when Rado wasn't wasn't in the studio, using his uh, equipment, and then Rado helped us a lot with the post production, and we redid things, sounds, yeah. and everything. It was a lot of like. Um, Oh, I don't know. The yeah. main difference, I think, is with our first record, um, we were so enamored with recording on tape and the way Rado recorded, and we just loved the sound of his uh, studio. Yeah. And he was still figuring it out, you know. Um, but now, you know, it's a number of years later, and uh, Rado's studio is like Everything's way, upgraded. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty... Just developed a lot. Yeah, and, it's a uh, pretty, like... Our standards have, uh, you know, shifted. Well, let's let's transition to what we all want to talk about. What we all need to talk about is your involvement with my record. <laughs> oh, we came okay. in for like a, a two days. Okay. Well, yeah, you know. these were big days. That's a big <laughs> band. I, had, I have a little video of you guys doing a little harmonies. Huh? Can I? Do I have your permission to play that right now? Sure. There's no sure. Uh, there's no nudity in it or anything. You're not you're not you know saying the n word or anything. It sounds like a dope band. Um, I just want to show because that before I show it, it was uh, it was so exciting for me to get to have you guys come in and get to work with you because uh, I was just I'm such a fan and I'm such I'm really so impressed with your talent like your skills. Now I'm getting excited. Um, and your in your instincts and your knowledge of of music and uh 
you know, we did a few songs together, and then, you know, Brian played, did a lot of overdubs on the record. But then getting to see you guys sing together, doing these harmonies, like some oohs and ahs and stuff, but also to see the way you guys work together was really fun because you're brothers and you can, you're like finishing each other's sentences. And I felt like it was like, I assume you guys get along well, but it, it had kind of like a, like a, <laughs> like a raid. It had like a Davies brothers kind of vibe going on, you know, like the kinks kind yeah. of a little, a little arguing a little like, no, 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 you did like it's. So this is the moment and we'll just play this real quick and you could see it. Oh gosh. And how did your hair get so long, Michael? It's kind of fun. Um, Let's, uh, <laughs> it's a wig, clearly. Of course. All right, here it is. Can you play it? Oh, hold on. They're having an issue. It's up. But it's kind of fun. Here it is. Let's uh, come away. Yeah, we'll see I don't like. So maybe. You can put it there. No, no. I don't want to. I don't want to follow it. Oh, come away. I'm not hearing. It. Yeah, I don't hear it either. Now let's just do the original thing that you were saying. Oh, come away. Wait, what, what do you I don't want to go. All right. <laughs> Could you not hear that, guys? They couldn't hear it. Oh, no. Okay. Well, well, they said they can't. What are they? I assume that it was just some genius arrangement. <laughs> it was, actually. It was very pretty. But but you guys are both finishing your sentences. Like, no, you do this. You, I, it's really... I loved it. I was in, I was in heaven, uh, working with you guys. That was it. Was a lot of fun, and the songs are great. It's a great record. And you know, I think I said this, but the video for Fear of Death is, it's everybody that's in that video is is on the record, but not the ones playing it, that song. So <laughs> that solo in that song, which is amazing, is you, Brian, playing it. But it's some other dude, Mike Bloom, pretending to play it, and he learned. I how, like you, I showed it to you. I was like, "Are you okay with this?" Because I don't know what the rules are for that. Like, it's not. It's whatever, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's yeah. great. I, 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 I wouldn't have playing that. You know, I would. I would have just assumed that you overdubbed it. Because you know, um, I mean, I think we did dub over. That would, which was inter- interesting about that song was that we dubbed over some other instruments and it was like we were playing the live drums and but it was a whole other take right um, yeah we, you're right we played over the original take and then took out the original stuff um so what are you guys what are you guys going to do i saw you were on seth Meyers. that's cool yeah we did that did you watch the show no, I didn't. I just watched the clip. I just watched your clip. I didn't watch the whole show. I'm not watching those shows. That show is crazy. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's bizarre. But but the but the uh, clip was good. How much yeah, overthinking we... from their side went into your appearance? Huh? How much not, overthinking not... on their side went into your appearance? Like, how many? Was it easy? They didn't do anything. Oh, yeah, okay. it was. No, they, 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 we could have done a video of us on the webcam, you know, whatever it was. But but we wanted to, we wanted to do it cool because we thought, well, it's going to be a pretty high production. Value. Right, right. But but then but we, then we watched the show and it's like he's on a webcam and everything. And Oh, he was there. No. Like, oh, right. No, yes, I see what you mean. No, everybody was just, you know, 
I know, you they know. still haven't figured it out. They keep trying to like set design everyone's homes. They're putting like a picture of a sailor behind them and really awkward with the jokes and then the no uh laughter and I mean, every <laughs> all of those shows, I mean yeah, it really exposes the hollowness of those shows. Like when you take the it laughter, the fake well, laughter out, you're like, "This shit's what not they, funny." What they yeah. do in WWE is they put the whole <laughs> lot. <laughs> Sorry, we're, the guys are freezing My cold. Fingers are numb. <laughs> you know, I, we insane. also there's something we need to address from the Google from the um, YouTube chat going oh, on. Uh oh, what? Which is they're calling us out on our inconsistency about shirt policies, <gasps> but. I do want to clarify that you're wearing is, a shirt. Yeah, they both have shirt shirts, but it, the way it's cropping <laughs> on YouTube, you need to stand up a little more to show that you are indeed wearing a shirt. Michael, can you just prove to our audience the that you are wearing a shirt? The nipples are covered. Yes. <laughs> oh. By the way, there's no policy. I might allow shirtlessness. No, I wouldn't. Not, I would not wear a shirt. I, I, I thought. I mean, I thought. I just. I. You just can't see the thing. I will say... Go ahead, Brian. WWE, you have the final word. This is just... What they do is they have the whole backstage locker room. They bring them all out, and they react to things. So re- they'll have wrestlers that react to... If someone doesn't move, they go, Oh, no! Oh, wow! And But they should do that with those TV shows and have the staff laugh at their own jokes. I think they do that well, they, a little bit, but it's not... Maybe the audio's not coming through well. I don't know. Um, but so, no, I, I'm in no place to judge other people's. Have I you guys the, explored what's the deal with like playing live? Like, are you going to do any kind of anything uh, like in a pod? Are you just not worrying about it right now? You're just letting that go. I just want to do more they records. Do that I want to be able to put out more than um, one one record uh, a year. You know. Um, well, listen. Uh, if we could I get more records from you, that I, would be a blessing. But I have to say, I took John C. Riley to see you guys play. I took John C. Riley to see you guys play, like whenever you played in L.A. last time. We were like, we wet our pants. We were flipping out. It's like you guys put on the best live show, I think, What's by it far. Like being as the coolest rock guy group. in town. Okay. <laughs> um, well, that, yeah, that's great. It's up to you. Thank you. So I, I hope you can get back out there and the, and the audience can see you I in the flesh because oven in my it is house. just a good, it is just like a fun dynamic. It's like a, going to see Bowie back in the Ziggy Stardust days. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Congratulations on another smash. And well, thank you so much thanks. for having us on. Thanks yeah, I hope I see you in the flesh one of these days. And yeah. uh, all the best. Okay. Yeah. Thank thank you. Bye. 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 Let's hear it for the lemon twigs. The pounding. The pounding. (laughs) What's up with uh Oh great, I can't see people's names anymore. One person I want to talk to, she's wearing a green shirt. With blonde hair and glasses. Yeah, her, but her name isn't appearing, so... Oh, I got her. Okay, thank Sorry. you. Sorry. Sorry. How are you doing today? Are you doing all right? Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. What's going on? My name is Sorry. Right? Yes. You doing all right? 
You doing all, all right? right? Yeah. I'm all right. Oh, I just saw this text, guys. Sorry, I am freezing. <laughs> I'm, Can you even I'm hear? cold too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Where are you calling from? Uh, Ellsworth, Wisconsin. Great. Thank God I'm <laughs> what do you have for me today? No. <laughs> I'm a cheesehead. Any, oh yeah. You have you have uh, best wishes for me? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Did you miss no, I have a story about Joe Biden. Whoa. You have a story about Joe Biden. Is this going to break some news? Mm-hmm. Oh God, it's going to break. That's not true. Okay, no, what do you have? It's just a bad, bad. Remember, every time I see Joe Biden, I think about. Um, well, I was a heroin addict for years and years and years. Yikes. And um, now I haven't been for years and years. But when I was getting off of heroin, I spent three days watching the trial of. Um, Anita uh, Hill? Or uh, yes. Clarence Thomas? Thank you. Anita Hill. Yeah. No brain damage at all here. Yeah, Clarence Thomas. And in my, like, haze and fuzz of my mind I fell in love with Joe Biden (laughs) and I kept having like dreams and visions of him like we were in an elevator making out (laughs) yes 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 and then I always had had this feeling like in the back of my mind that we were sort of meant to be together oh my god (laughs) a long time ago but it was I just thought I'd let you know I had that going with Biden. Are those feelings? Those, do those feelings kind of still linger when you see him? You have this kind of like like looking at an ex boyfriend kind of feeling. That's exactly what it is. Like, oh, I can't believe I dated that guy. <laughs> Maybe it happened. Maybe in the haze of your of your uh, come you think uh, rehab, it was some kind of lo- b- buried memory. Oh my God! I love watching the old clips of him because he's bald, and then suddenly he's got hair. It's like the plugs. I don't know what I was it was sort of like a spiritual, like his personality and my per- and he was looking out for me because he was looking out for Anita Hill, and so he was sort of a good father figure. Well, he ended up screwing her. Yeah, he wasn't. He? he wasn't looking. I mean, he's not her. not literally. Yeah. He ended up kind of. But didn't she come out and say that she would vote for him? I don't know. I haven't paid attention to her. Is she out there? I think that the, the opponent is so disgusting. That I know. Uh, well, uh, how did you um, how did you get into heroin? Being um, how did I get into heroin? Well, I was kind of a rich kid in the Bay Area, um, trying to act out and be down with the people. And right. sure. I thought, you fell into that you know, Grateful Dead scene. No, I was actually like right behind the Grateful Dead, like fuck the dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so more of like the punk scene. I saw the sex pistols. You saw the sex pistols in in San Francisco. Yeah, I did. Wow. And yeah. so you were were you like a functional heroin addict? Like you could uh, work no. and stuff, and for a little bit at first, and then um, and then not. Wow. I mean, I wasn't, like, shaking a cup on the street or anything. Um, but I did some stupid stuff to get money. and. But you got oh, through God. it. I'm sorry to bring this back, but, you know, you brought it up. I mean, I feel like it's fair territory. So. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I, to put I, you on the spot. Sorry, and I'll pass. Thanks. Um, 
I'm glad to see you're doing well. I mean, how how exciting that you are. Uh, that, that that what a thing to to overcome. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. I hate to give away my age, but yeah, it it sucked. Coming off of heroin is the worst thing in the world. Anybody knows it's like the three days of coming off heroin is just like it's almost as bad as quitting smoking cigarettes. But no, it's really bad. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's got to be worse than that. <laughs> I've been. It's been almost a week, and I haven't had any peanut M and M. So that's kind of big. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't even say it. So. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I think that Joe Biden story is very good. I like that very yeah, much. Thanks for the call. I hope it's all in your head now. Whenever you think of Biden, you think of me. <laughs> all right. And it's, it's Sari? Sari? It's Shari. Shari. Shari G. All the best to you. Yeah. Stay Take strong. Care. Peace Bye. to you. Never mind the bollocks, you know. Never mind the bollocks. The Queen. The Queen is a cunt. That's what I think. I think the Queen... I'm doing Fred doing Johnny Rotten. I think the Queen is a... I told you the funniest thing we did on Moonbase, which is not in the show, but Fred and I doing that Johnny Rotten shit off like we were sitting around. You want us to act, do you? You want us to put on a little show for you for the Coca-Cola and your advertisers? You want us to dance, do you? Should I stand in the mark? You love that for your General Motors advertising. Obviously, Fred does it much better. Um, all right. What a show today, Matt. Those old interviews with the Sex Pistols yeah. were... You want me to perform, do you? <laughs> Dance like a little monkey. Am I your little show pony? Um, How come all those guys, like like Dylan too, like when they're being interviewed, they just say the most... They're just coy. They just say the most opposite thing well, that they think, want right? to hear. But what do you mm-hmm. think? Let me try that. No, I guess it's got to be mysterious. Hey, so Tim, uh, do you think that you're the most popular musician... Uh, uh, I mean, what is popular? What makes you what so popular? I mean, but no, seriously, what is popular? Like, is it what you well, think popular sold, is? You've sold many records, and it seems to be <laughs> okay. Like, then, if that's the metric, okay. <laughs> but I don't think in those terms. Well, are you a, an artist? I mean, no, man. I'm. Just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm. You know, I do it with my eyes closed. Do, are you? Do you <laughs> so, are you words poetry? <laughs> that, that's your words, man. Those are your words. You know. Did you see? Do you see me in the poetry section of Barnes and Noble, man? Why do you think you're so popular and you resonate with the youth of today? That's a question for you, man. I should be asking you that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier and more fun to do that, yeah, right? Than to start thinking about what the hell's going on. Let's talk to John Galanti over there on the big island of Ukane, of the UK. Hey guys. Hi, John. How you hey, doing? Everyone's all right. I'm fine over here. I've had a really stressful day. I um, dropped everything. So I could do like a technical test for my hopefully a new job. Oh, so fingers crossed. You dropped me. everything. Hopefully I thought you meant you literally me. dropped everything, <laughs> like walking around with plates. No, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a busy day as it is, but you know, websites every day here. Um, what, what did you? Um, what I wanted to say, go ahead. just if I may, um, I discovered the other day that the show, your show, um, Beef House, is available on Channel Four on demand over here in the UK. More and breaking I news. I binged all the episodes, and my God, I thought it was hysterical. Particularly that fifth episode with the big city bus driver. Oh, yes. Um, 
dying of laughter. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, I had a great time. Fantastic show. And, well, um, pass it around if you're in the UK. Channel 4, that's a, that's a uh, prestigious... Channel 4 on demand. All the Adult Swim stuff's on there, actually, all of a sudden. Um, Terrific. So, it's great. i got to get over there to the UK, man. I, I, things are kind of getting back to normal there? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was in London the other day. First time I went in since February. I used to be there every single day. Um, I went in just to get some stuff for my office, but it was weird there was i mean every, the tubes were empty um there was a lot of tension yeah you, you everybody's wearing a mask everybody's social distancing everybody's really taking it seriously good um it'll be a while before things get back to normal man i, I think you know even christmas shopping and all that kind of stuff people have got used to working from home here and then we got to worry about the home. second wave right everyone's saying that there's yeah. this, this looming thing which is so fucking scary this like looming and you got to be careful because in the fall when moonbase comes out <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Perfect, Tim. Everyone's going to be locked uh -huh. down again. They're going to want some content. I guess so. I think when these kinds of things happen, the experts are the ones that know. They're always the last ones we listen to. Um, I mean, we as in, in the UK, they seem to not yeah. really take expert advice seriously. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm expecting a second wave. I mean, every, every winter here, there is a flu sure. outbreak anyway. Happens every time. So... It's no worse than the flu. Um, all right, John, we have to wrap things up, but I'll see you and hopefully right. everybody else in the After Hours, uh, which is yep, available too, only man. to Patreons at patreon.com slash live. Please tell your friends. Doug, I, we should play your... Um, we did something last week on Office Hours, which was a, bit, a very, very heated debate. Was it After Hours? I believe it was. A, a little bit of a heated debate on uh, Daft Punk, and I was critical of... A, a daft punk song uh, by name of Around the uh, World. Around the World. Yeah, so a little bit of an annoying song for me. But I said, well, I'll give you a sample. Uh, I'll give you a line, and then, Doug, you can take it and make a big hit song with it. And Doug has done his duties, and he'll play us out today with, what is it called? <laughs> I'm Sitting Down. You want the, oh, to co out with. Okay, sure. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching and supporting Sarah Schaefer. Uh, go get Grand, a memoir now. Go get Songs for General Public by uh, the Lemon Twigs, my favorites. And support um, the charity that we talked about, the, ba the uh, Beirut thing. Here it is. I'm sitting down. I'm standing up. I'm standing up. I'm sitting down. We're going to kick in. This is the longer version. This is the 12-inch remix. I'm standing meant for the Guantanamo Bay kids.